So let's talk about dark, 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 dark cubed. Um, what, what made you want to start this company? So after I left the white house, I went over to the department of Homeland security. Um, mm -hmm. at the time it was called NPPD NCSD. Now it's called CISA. So it's the, the mm -hmm. group in DHS that does cybersecurity for, uh, protecting the federal government and protecting critical infrastructure. I had a chance to work on a number of fascinating programs there. One of the last programs I worked on, um, was an information sharing program, uh, to say, you know, how do you take classified intelligence from the NSA, give it to DHS, share it with, uh, commercial companies to protect critical infrastructure, right? So how do you protect a dam using TSSCI classified information? And, you know, we built this program, um, and it got announced in an executive order by president Obama back in 2013. And, and I came away from that experience being like, this is expensive and complex and hard, and there's gotta be a better way. And so, you know, building on all my previous exper experiences in that time at DHS, I said, you know, what I'm really passionate about is, is how do you deliver kind of automated security analytics, auto automated protection to the mass market in a way that's affordable and easy to use. And, you know, that was the, really the, the foundational and it's, it's, uh, it sounds silly, but it really was like the back of the napkin sketching out this idea of the architecture. You know, I, I mentioned the black box, um, and the original architecture here was, you know, how do you anonymously, how do you share information that, you know, on a threat to, to tens of thousands of companies and not really reveal sources and methods. And then how do you collect everything that's coming into those networks? and anonymize it. So you don't know whose network is seeing what, and if you can have that anonymization kind of minimization on both sides, then you can do some automated protection at scale. And we actually got a patent on that architecture, uh, in August of last year, um, which was pretty hmm. exciting to get my first patent. That's really cool. Good for you. Yeah. Thanks. So besides you, are there any other founders with dark cubed? So I had co-founded the company back in 2014, um, with a woman, Teresa Payton, we had started a company Fortalist solutions together. Um, so it was a services company, you know, at the time, three young kids in the DC area, you know, you can't just, I wasn't the guy with a bunch of money, as you said, at the beginning, <laughs> I wasn't backed by, you know, millions of dollars. And so I had to, you know, had to bootstrap it. Um, and so well, there's, we started, there's this wonderful assumption that comes with you working at the white house that just because you're there, you get to do all of this insider trading, just like everybody in Congress. Of course, of course, you know, just tap into all that email and figure out where all the money's going ahead of time. 100%. All right. So you had so, to bootstrap it. You, you started yep. this company. Yep. And then we spun the two companies apart from each other about three years ago. Um, and so, you know, it's really hard to do a services and a product company at the same time. Um, you know, and so to, so we spun the companies apart three years ago and it's been a, a great, great adventure ever since. Good for you. Now, since you've split the companies, do you have any investors into dark cubes? Yeah, we've, we've raised a, a, a good amount of funds. Not a lot. You know, we've been very capital efficient. Um, you know, the, you. the early days we raised from family and friends, you know, the idea was, you know, we're, we're going to try to raise as little as we can and kind of bootstrap this product and spin it out. Um, and then we've done a, we did a seed round and then kind of a small a round. Um, but we haven't really had a large institutional round yet. 
So, so ConnectWise or Kaseya don't own you yet? No. Okay. No, and they're, they're, they're trying to snatch up everybody, aren't they? They really are. So figure six months and you'll be, you'll be owned by somebody. <laughs> and hey, more power to you, man. I, 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 for us, it's, you know, the, the, the pure focus is how to, is mission oriented. Like not, none of my leadership team, I am not motivated by, can I sell this and make money and walk away? Like I'm motivated by the mission of what we're doing. Cause I don't think regardless of what you hear in marketing, most of it's false advertising. Nobody's really passionate about this SMB broad market problem. And that is not. in, in really cybersecurity, not. you have a lot of geeks like me who love the really hard security problems. And so we have some really cool, sophisticated, advanced security tools that I'd argue, you know, aren't necessarily helping at the large scale, right? We still end up with a lot of complexity and challenges in the biggest enterprises that are spending a billion dollars a year. But as you go down market, like there aren't good solutions. There are a couple of point solutions that are good in terms of MDR and EDR and that sort of stuff. But you know, if you want to build a sock, good luck. It's not going to happen. So where are your developers located? So, you know, a key part of our business, you know, coming from my background at the White House and DHS, we actually work with the Department of Defense uh, as a part of our business. So we're supporting, it's a program called uh, Dice Cubed. DICE is the, is the DOD cybersecurity information sharing environment. If you're a DOD contractor and you get a breach, these are the people that you have to notify that you've, you've had a breach. And so we actually have a program with them where they're funding licenses for free to the members of the defense industrial base. So, you know, if you're a, a cleared defense contractor, meaning you have a facility clearance and you're working with the DOD DICE program, you can get dark cubed for free. That relationship comes with requirements, of course. So, you know, our, our developers are, uh, primarily W2 employees. They're all located here. We have a small development team. Um, we're working on a fundraising round in, uh, 2022 to build out that team. We're not a, we don't have a bunch of Ukrainian and Russian <laughs> developers. We don't have a bunch of Indian developers, you know, this is about doing a product and doing it right. So all of your team that are W2s are all U.S. Nobody in like Israel. Nope. Okay. I, you know, a lot of, a lot of countries that people are worried about now. Look, I, I sometimes I, I try to keep my tinfoil hat in the drawer, but I have, yeah. uh, I definitely have a tinfoil hat. I've seen a lot of things. I've done a lot of work in. Well, you, you know, should have IoT a tinfoil hat. You're the, you're the security guy. <laughs> yep. Yep. And, and, you know, nation states are, are active in doing things and, you know, vetting people is really hard, you know? Now you keep saying nation states. So when I think of, let's just say Israel, because I just brought them up. I think Israel and I think country, you mm -hmm. think nation state. Is yeah, there I mean, a when difference? I when I use the term nation state in the security realm, it tends to be, you know, well-funded groups that are doing activities in the cyber domain, um, for national purposes, China, Russia, you know, so it's Iran, not necessarily, um, like China's military doing this stuff. It's China funding a private organization that, it, that could be doing this stuff hypothetically. 
Yeah. And I think, I think the lines get blurred, right? You know, I've, I've kind of been in a lot of discussions and I think one of the things that informed me the most on the China thing is like in the U S we have this mentality that like, you know, pr uh, in capitalism, like companies can comp compete each other, compete against each other, but you shouldn't steal information. Um, and I think kind of one expert told me, you know, you know, in China, it's not necessarily stealing. It's like taking advantage of an opportunity. And mm -hmm. so like, if that information is available for the taking, why would I not take it? Um, and so like that, it's not, a, it's not a matter of right and wrong. Like we like to think it is, it's a matter of like, what's the, what's the best path to success. And so in that, like, of course, you're going to blend military capability and commercial capability. You know, there are a lot of, uh, there are a lot of examples, you know, when you're thinking about Huawei and ZTE and, and Tuya in the IOT space that, you know, these are private companies that arguably are doing work on behalf of the nation state. That is something I never really thought of that perspective. I appreciate that. Of course.